From Seattle, Washington, I'm Zach Jabal, and this is Next Round, a Vinepair podcast conversation. We're bringing you these conversations between our regular podcast episodes in order to examine how we move forward as a drinks business following the COVID-19 crisis. Today, I'm talking with Robin Hooker. He's the Director of Global Product Innovation at UPS. Robin, thanks so much for joining us. Happy to be here, Zach. Really, really excited to talk to you today a little bit about uh, UPS and the wine industry. Yeah. So let's start with what's maybe a, a simple question for you, but actually a kind of complicated one for, for most people who don't, uh, who, whose interaction with UPS is that a package shows up at their door and they sign for it or, or it's left there and, and that's it. So, so what happens when someone orders, uh, let's say, wine online? Uh, how does it get from the winery or from the retailer to their door? Yeah, great question. And to level set, this is going to be a rather simple process, but it also gets slightly more complicated when you add into the fact that there's adult signature, you have something that's time and temperature sensitive like wine and also high value. So generally, this would flow like just like any other e-commerce shipment to the person's residence. Um, however, it, it being wine, it requires adult signature capture. And that can become problematic for the end user if plans change and they're no longer home. Um, we've introduced some new technologies that we're excited about that we think can uh, greatly improve the experience. And we're really excited about what we're seeing in the industry overall, just with uh, some of the effects of uh, COVID-19 uh, adding to the growth. Uh, so we're really happy about what we've done with Access Point. And so, yeah, talk a little bit about that. So, because one thing that I that sort of prompted me to to start this uh, process of, of setting up this interview was was understanding that you know as someone who um, has bought plenty of wine online and gets samples shipped their way occasionally and stuff like that, one of the challenges is you know in pre-COVID times uh, I wasn't always home or someone wasn't always home and it could be a little bit tricky to make sure that uh, deliveries showed up when someone was home or if not basically I kind of had to go pick it up at a uh, you know, at a warehouse, essentially. And it sounds like that that has changed. Can you talk a little bit about how that's changed? Yeah, absolutely. So so if you, we've introduced something into the marketplace uh, back in 2015. It's called UPS Access Point. And let me first define what a UPS Access Point is. It's an alternate pickup and drop-off location for consumers. So they can pick up and drop off pre-labeled packages. And the biggest and most common UPS Access Point is the UPS Store. Uh, however, we also run a network of independent businesses. So these could be like a dry cleaner or a small, uh, small market, or in some cases, uh, a very local business, uh, maybe right around the corner in a super, super urban environment. It provides a, an unparalleled amount of convenience for people that live in these urban areas where they're generally not home, but broadly across all geos, it provides value for receivers when they need a special package like a signature package. So what we're excited to announce is that recently, uh, last year, we began an expansion of our UPS Access Point network by taking on national retail partners. So we've partnered with Michael Stores, Advance Auto, and CVS. They're now part of the network. So in essence, we have U.S. coverage, or we will have U.S. coverage when this expansion completes, of 92% of the population being within five miles of UPS access point. That means it's really going to be convenient uh, in the future for picking up and dropping off packages. And we're really happy to announce that Michael's has become part of our network that accepts adult signature. So the UPS store and Michael's accept packages for adult signature, which will give the consumer 10,000 alternate locations 
for routing a line package so that they can pick the package up on their own time. It won't have to go back to the, uh, the warehouse environment that you mentioned earlier. And that becomes really critical when you're trying to keep, you know, an expensive bottle or shipment uh, within the time and temperature, you know, tolerances that, that, you know, a discriminating consumer would have for something that's, you know, maybe coming for a special occasion, you know, one of their favorite varietals that they want to share with family and friends, and they're really excited and anticipating it, but yet they get called into work. Maybe they have to get, you know, maybe a woman gets, a female doctor gets called in for a surgery or something like that. Now she's got to come in and now, you know, signing for this gift or this special item becomes all the more complicated. Now, in the future, or, or now, she has the ability to basically uh, react to one of the alerts and route the package uh, to an access point location, an alternate location. And there's another factor I want to kind of go into a little bit later, which is basically ship direct to access point is, a, is another option. Oh, okay, cool. So uh, what I'm wondering, too, is, you know, you we talked, I have some sort of other questions about what, what you've seen on the industry side or, or the volume side, but I'm, I'm also curious, you know, you mentioned the obviously the need for an adult signature and given that we are in a period of time when someone someone coming to your door is a little more fraught than it used to be how how has that uh process sort of changed or at least been made safer during covid yeah so let me talk a little bit about covid and something that that the michael stores announced recently um they've announced that the ups access point process which traditionally would have been you go into the store uh, you bring your ID, you let the uh, associate know that you have a you know, UPS package that you'd like to pick up. They use a little handheld to scan that package out and hand it over to you. They verify your ID. Uh, and and it, it's all a very streamlined process. With COVID, uh, Michaels has actually introduced curbside pickup, which is pretty exciting. So for about 800 of their stores, uh, you can call in advance, let them know you are arriving, let them know, you know the make or model of your car. And you show the ID through the window, and um, they will put the package in the trunk for you. And it's all very, you know, you don't need to put the mask on, et cetera. So, so for people that are in that COVID situation and very concerned about social distancing, uh, they may be, you know, experiencing, you know, even additional health concerns, and they want to be extra cautious, uh, there are solutions out there that our, our national retailer partners are, are developing that are, I think very sensitive to you know to this crisis, which is which is great to see um, that the e-commerce isn't slowing down; it's actually speeding up. So you know, and I can touch on some of those growth rates for you as well. Yeah, I was actually that was where I was going to go next. I was curious, you know, do you have some sense in terms of like the increase in volume in, in alcohol shipping that you've seen since March, and maybe if that's something that you've seen even in this period of time from, you know, from mid-March or early April till now, are, have there been changes even within that period of time? Yeah, Zach, if you will permit me, as of today, which was, uh, you know, the announcement of our Q2 earnings, I just wanted to start by saying that UPS is up millions in pieces per day in just residential e-commerce deliveries broadly. So we're up about 23%. And while people sheltered and traditional brick and mortars shuttered, more people have engaged in e-commerce purchasing than ever have before. And they've not only engaged at a higher level, but new people have expanded into the marketplace that weren't traditional e-commerce purchasers. And those that have been traditionally purchasing have expanded their basket of goods. So they're buying more. Many are purchasing things online that they never have before. And we've seen the acceleration 
of e-commerce for direct-to-consumer wine, beer, and spirits. Our industry reports indicate that direct-to-consumer shipments for wine and alcohol are up, are up about are, are over double. We're you know we're approaching 120 percent, so we're really really up in, in terms of strong growth. And we've seen historic industry reports around direct-to-consumer shipments that indicate that the domestic sales of wineries in the past have been around 10.8% of their sales, you know, from, from a historical 2019 perspective. We think that is going to be dramatically different uh, when you when you take a look at what 2020 looks like. Is there other ways in which the, the way UPS interfaces with the sellers has changed? I mean, I think, you know, again, we talked a lot about the, and I know your, your specific focus is on that final mile and, and on the, the delivery to the customer. So I'd certainly, certainly get if this isn't your absolute area of expertise, but I'm sure you have some sense for, you know, handling all that additional volume is a matter of not, of course, just getting the product to the end consumer, but also picking it up from the supplier. How Have there been changes that have been made to the process? Yeah, I think there's a couple things going on, right? So, so D to C is going to grow, right? Um, you know, 10.8 is going to be some new number. We don't know what that is, but it's, you know, like I say, our, our volume levels June year over year are, are more than doubled. And we know that, um, sellers, distributors and wineries are going to want to compete and they're going to want to compete on consumer experience and user experience and net promoter score. What was the end-to-end experience like, right? What did that feel like for the consumer? One of the things that we we are enabling uh, the shippers to, to engage in has to do with the same issue of cap- capturing signature. So we know that a lot of the consignees, from our internal research, 91% of the receivers of wine want an alternate route to location as an option. That means they are working professionals or they have other obligations that take them out of the home when these deliveries are expected and they need some way of reroute or they need an alternate delivery option. So we've been working with shippers on something that we call ship to access point, which is not routing an in-transit um, option, which I kind of described earlier, but this is when the person is making the, the checkout on the winery site or the distributor site um, if the shipper has enabled an integration with UPS, uh, the consumer can specify one of those Michaels or the UPS store locations as their delivery address. And those locations will host that package and capture the signature. And that way it's not, you know, sort of bouncing around within the logistics network, um, you know, between locations until a signature can get captured. It goes right to one of the destinations, obviously temperature controlled, uh, and the user can then come and maybe knock out some of their personal errands at the same time as the collection of the shipment. And that user experience versus maybe one of the ones that, Zach, you described earlier, uh, as you've received throughout, you know, several shipments, that that user experience is very clean and simple as opposed to, you know, something that involves a lot of logistical coordination between the consignee and, and UPS you know, and where and when they can capture the signature. So we're really excited about that. We call that program Ship to Access Point. Uh, our customer solutions groups can integrate with the shippers to provide that technology. And we also work with a third-party company called Hubbox, and they also provide the integration technology to make it very simple and streamlined for, 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 for uh, you know, wineries that may, may not have, like, the technology, technological savvy to do the integration themselves. It, you know, we can streamline and make that simple in a couple, a couple of different ways. 
Gotcha. So I have a, this is maybe a, a silly question, or at least a sort of straightforward one in some sense. But you know, I, I, you mentioned the the tremendous growth in in sort of e commerce broadly, and obviously uh, online purchasing of wine and other alcohol is, is certainly part of that. And as you mentioned too, beverage alcohol is definitely you know it's a, a high value item. It's it has you know some you know it's kind of uh, sensitive. It's also heavy. Like, is this actually just made things harder on UPS as a whole? Like, have you had to, like, I mean, I guess maybe like, is it taking on this additional volume? Is it really just a matter of like needing more, more drivers, more trucks, more uh, equipment? Or how do you kind of handle a a real surge in demand, especially for something that, that has to be handled a little more uh, with a little more delicacy than, than maybe lots of other items? Really, really good question, Zach. So part of my background prior to this role in product innovation is I was in healthcare. And, and there's a lot going on in healthcare right now with UPS, healthcare, logistics, transportation, et cetera. And where logistics gets complicated, UPS gets focused. And we've been supporting the COVID crisis uh, with a lot of logistical help from, from on the healthcare side. Uh, I'm still kind of tapped into that. And we have a saying in healthcare, it's a patient, not a package. And I think that easily, that complexity maybe translates loosely to Maybe on the on the wine side, you know, maybe it's a Pinot, not a package. So, so that weight, that temperature sensitivity, um, and that complexity, uh, you know, when UPS is doing vaccines and we're doing critical lab specimens and we're doing uh, spinal implant kits that are, you know, going to be used in a surgery that's scheduled to no- tomorrow and they need to, be, you know, arrive sort of just in time for the medical team. Um, that complexity, you know, is 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 an, is is a place, a sweet spot for UPS. Uh, the wine industry, and in, interestingly, in, in the Northern California area, our experts in healthcare were also supporting the wine industry because they were so inter, interrelated. Uh, so we're we're not afraid of that, and we're actually we are experiencing what we kind of call a peak season right now due to the coronavirus crisis. Um, but it's nothing that we're concerned about. We're really, we're handling things really, really well. Um, and our organization is, you know, the one thing we do is we all kind of pull together and, um, you know, we're, we're working very, very hard to make sure that our employees are safe, uh, that our consignees, our receivers, our shippers are all safe. And then at the same time, um, the service levels are high. And uh, on the back end, my team and others are working on the strategy to make sure that we're, you know, we're deploying the latest technology technology to make the user experience better. Uh, I have a couple of quick uh, last questions about sort of what UPS is doing. Um, the first is, you know, you mentioned that uh, you've got uh, Michael signed on as one of these access points that will accept adult signature items. Is the goal to eventually add um, more of the other, uh, especially national partners in that realm? Or are you kind of satisfied with the number of uh, stores you have or, or I suppose access points you have at the moment? Um, or, or like I said, are you looking to expand that? Yeah, we are definitely looking to expand. Um, this this is something that we are working through each with each of the national retailers on, uh, you know, like the T's and C's, et cetera. And then the integration happens, you know, to enable this. Um, all of the technology side is pretty much built. Uh, you know, we're, we're working on one level of complexity. So generally on the UPS side, we look at adult signature broadly. Uh, we need to do some filtering for specific partners that may want to, let's say, allow, you know, alcohol, wine, spirits, but may want to not allow 
other items that are adult signature required. So, so we're adding some new technology around that. But in general, they're all, I think, interested and would like, and, and I think we see a pathway going forward for our national retail partners to all participate to support your industry. Uh, and we're looking forward to that happening. I think that it will deploy in phases and, and one of them is teed up. It's just a matter of kind of working through the details. The other one, we're going to be doing some, some minor technology stuff. Uh, but we'll be excited to, to make announcements going forward. Love to be back to chat about things maybe <laughs> later in terms of what the year shaped up like, uh, you know, maybe next year or something like that, because, um, we think this thing is just going to explode with all the new users that are experiencing uh, direct-to-consumer shipments in your market space here. Um, I think it's going to be transformative, and I think it's going to change a lot in, in terms of the way the shipper and the consumer interact, and, and we're right in the middle of that. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that was actually going to be my last question, which was sort of, you know, have you have you noticed, and again, maybe this isn't information that you, you captured too much, but but uh, have the sort of demographics of who's buying alcohol or shipping alcohol, having alcohol shipped to them online changed in any meaningful way during COVID? Have you noticed any of that? You know, we don't have, we don't get to see that granular level. I know there's some good industry reports out there that um, that are highlighting this, but I think what we are seeing is that the levels are up and they're strong, and that's that's sort of a universal. And, and the, to me, I think what's interesting is the fact that. This category seems to be growing faster than what our e-commerce broad volume is, is up, I think is very telling, which is maybe that there are a lot of people, um, and, and I think this tends to be a more of a premium sort of market space. So I think there are, there are people that are in this mid-range to premium space in terms of being a consumer that, that um, are looking for, you know, the, the traditional ability to, to go to a wine bar or to, you know, other social occasions. You know, that's now kind of cocooned into the home or into smaller groups and safety. And and it's changing consumer patterns for sure. But it's also demystifying e-commerce and wine for people. And I think that acceleration of direct-to-consumer shipments that occurs is going to happen pretty rapidly. Um, I can't really speak to the demographics of it because we don't cut the data that way. We just don't have it um, organized in a way that makes that easy to do. Um, but maybe anecdotally, you know, maybe next time around a year from now or something like that, I'll be able to talk to you about that, Zach. Absolutely. Well, well, Robin, thank you so much. It was really fascinating to hear a little bit about what uh, what UPS is doing, and and yeah, I'd love to touch base maybe uh, down the road a ways to see kind of how as this as these changes that have been uh, put into place through COVID have maybe taken hold a little more thoroughly and more completely throughout uh, you know the American landscape. We could talk a little more about. Um, what what those changes have meant. But yeah, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Can I say one more thing to your consumers oh, sure. if I get a chance? And I, I want to say this because I actually think it's important, which is not everyone is signed up for UPS My Choice, but it's a free consumer service that you can sign up online at our website. But when you do that, you basically get visibility to every package coming to your home in your name. And that enables this reroute capability at the user level that I talked about earlier. So if I were to be able to say one thing to to any aficionados out there that want to kind of take control of any wine shipment that's coming in through UPS is sign up for My Choice. It's a free service. It will give you the ability to reroute all of your packages or give the driver special instructions. So, so I just want to put that out there. It's very simple. It's a free service. And I think they'll like the ability to take control of shipments when they need to. Absolutely. Well, thank again, Robin. Thank you so much. Really appreciate your time and uh, your insight. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Take care. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Vine Pair Podcast. If you enjoy listening to us every week, please leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. It really helps everyone else discover the show. Now for the credits. Vine Pair is produced and hosted by Zach Jabal, Erica Ducey, and me, Adam Teeter. Our engineer is Nick Patry and Keith Beavers. I'd also like to give a special shout out to my Vine Pair co-founder, Josh Mallon, and the rest of the Vine Pair team for their support. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you again right here next week.